0: Together, growing in faith-changing communities, my dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 6 from verse 12 to verse 19. It happened that in these days Jesus went out into the hills to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples and chose from them twelve whom he named Apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter, and Andrew his brother, and James and John and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James son of Alpheus, and Simon who was called the Zealot, and Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on the level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and sea coast of Ty and Sidon, who came to hear him to be healed of their diseases, and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came forth from him, and he healed them all." There's an interesting reality in here. Jesus at prayer. Jesus went out into the hills to pray. And he spent all night in prayer to God. Have you ever thought of God praying? Because it's very easy to, to think of Jesus, yes, as a son of God which is true, as a son of Mary, which is true. But Jesus is also God. He is the second person of the most holy trinity. But the idea of a God praying is, is heartwarming. That Jesus spent the whole day and the whole night at prayer. What is it that he was talking to God about? And we know that having finished prayer, he goes to his disciples and from them, he chooses the apostles. But for now, I want to talk about him at prayer. And later on, I will talk about what he does after praying. How often do I pray? How deep does my prayer go? Do I pray because I have to? Do I pray because I'm afraid? Do I pray because I demand? Or do I pray because I want to be in a relationship with God? How do I see prayer? How do I see God? Do I see him as an ATM machine? That I can go and do the transition, get what I want? Or do I have a relationship with God? Is prayer a two-way fold or is it a one-way direction? Do I spend time with God in prayer? Do I go out of my way to be with God? The one that longs to be with me do I long for him? In our YouTube channel, Temple Learning of Official, we have a segment where we, we talk about prayer. Particularly, we talk about meditation. And in that segment, we talk about the importance of finding the place, the importance of making time, and the importance of being aware that I'm talking to God. And God is talking to me. I think we need to re the culture of prayer. The importance of wanting to be in the presence of God. And so we know that Jesus spends the whole night in prayer. And I want to argue that it does the same for you and me. That while we may be living our lives, Jesus prays for us. He asks on our behalf. He stands as an advocate. He stands as someone who knows us quite well. But have I made effort? To build a relationship with him. This paragraph for me speaks well of leadership. Because having spent time in prayer. Having found himself. Having realized his goal, his mission, his purpose. Then he can go and be with other people. And sometimes we need that. We need moments to be alone with ourselves, with God. I need something to help me to gather my thoughts, to clarify my thoughts, to find a path, a way in the midst of chaos. Sometimes we need that. and something powerful it happens when jesus leaves the hills and he goes to the disciples and out of the disciples he chooses the 12 whom he names apostles there is a distinction between being a disciple and being an apostle a disciple is a student is a learner that sits at the foot of the master be taught. An apostle is someone who's sent out. One graduates from being a disciple into becoming an apostle but an apostle continues to be a disciple in, in one way or the other because as they are sent out they continue to come back to God and ask for direction and ask for faithfulness In the mission. But Jesus goes to the disciples. And if I need to make a decision. I need to have a lot of choices. I decide. Having looked at the choices around me. Have I decided to choose God? Have I decided to follow him? If I decided to serve him in the lives of my brothers and sisters? Then Jesus takes the 12 and as it were, he allows them to stay in the atmosphere of prayer. And they are all named. Then having been with the 12, he comes down with them, and he, stoods, he stands at the on the level ground, the level place with a great crowd. Now we're seeing at least three groups of people: the great crowd, the multiple, the multitude of peoples. Then the disciples. Now then, the apostles, and as a leader. You always need to be somehow a couple of steps ahead but never leaving your people behind. That's quite interesting. eh? Be a couple of steps ahead but never leave your people behind. Always have a vision but always take the people with you in that vision. At least those who want to come with you. Lead us while we are following you right in front of us, leading us, but never leaving us behind. And as a family member, as a community, as a society, in relationships, do we do that? Do we lead? But I love the concept of he came down on the level ground with them. That no matter how much I am with God in prayer, I need to come back and be with the people of God and take them back up to God and let them know and feel that they are loved, that they are cared for, that they are taken care of. And Jesus spends time with them. The last word that speaks to me, they came to him a great number of people to be healed of their diseases and to be cured of all sorts because they saw that in him power came forth and Jesus healed all of them. My dear brothers and sisters, the world is full of broken-hearted people. People are hurting. People are in search. People want God. And so we have a responsibility. We have a duty. Not only towards each other. But towards God as well. To bring healing, forgiveness and love to the whole world. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. May Almighty God bless us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Holy Queen, Mother of mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Today do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. Today do we set up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Tender then, O most gracious, advocate thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, may Almighty God be with us to protect us, to bless us, and to guide us. And may Almighty God bless us all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.